All right. Clunk. What was that clunk? I banged my tea against the microphone. I'm sorry. <laughs> How long ago did we record? Like two days? Two days ago? Friday or Saturday. So either two or three days ago. I know it was three days ago. It was Friday. Okay. So we haven't had a chance to receive follow-up from Artifexia. Because the, the, the podcast episode hasn't come out. Hasn't yet. been released yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I, I have an item of follow-up because I've finished editing the podcast and I want to bring up something. Okay. I went for one of my walks and as such, I was listening to uh, Eye of the World. And remember I was discussing about how it's very close to Lord of the Rings and that bothered me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I have may have met an Am I right in saying that I've met an No. No, like a. There, there, mm. I, I, I don't want to discuss this. See, that's kind of spoilery for the first book. Ah, uh, but the book's been out so long, and it's such a massive part yeah, of the some culture. Some people that... still haven't still haven't read it. I think certain things are unspoilerable. Oh, anyways, anyways, I can always beep it. I'll beep out that part, and then I'm going to say from this point onwards, there will be spoilers. Okay. There is a, a sort of a, a tree-like creature, or well, no, there's a sort of a vegetable-like creature. Yes. Okay, so like his equivalent of an ant, who speaks about trees the whole time. <laughs> They're coming from very different mythological backgrounds, in my in my mind. One of the, one of the whole things about about Eye of the World is that it's it it weaves so much like Arthurian stuff into it. It's it's so so deeply full of uh, symbolism and stuff. Okay, all right. No, I was just bringing it up because that was funny because that entire chapter was a conversation with a character that, although it wasn't said, may or may not be a tree. <laughs> and I was no, like, he's not a tree. <laughs> he's definitely not a tree. The impression I got was, was that he was a tree, but that's, again, it's not explicitly stated. Is, this, is like, this very near the end? No, maybe, well, depending on how you're defining very near the end, maybe about 30... 30-ish chapters in. I mean, it's a 50-chapter book, so... Wait, what? Yeah! <laughs> in... They they get to... Uh, what's the name of that town? The, the town... Oh, the, the Ogier! Loyal! Yeah! He's, he's a tree! Nothing. He's not He's not a tree! Why isn't he a tree? His, his physical Because he features... literally is not a tree. But, but his physical features are described in, like, tree-like things, and he talks about trees and Rand can't no, figure out what sort of strange entity he is. Man, but, the impression I got was that I met an ent. We, okay, we've been talking about completely different events then. Um, but the <laughs> point is, he's still not a tree. Are you sure he's still not a tree? Are you sure it's not open for interpretation? It is like, definitely I, not. He's a f***ing mammal. I, well, you st- can't swear, man. <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely not a tree. He's a mammal. Like, unambiguously, the Ogier are not trees. They like trees. Okay. But it is unambiguous that they are not trees. Okay. They're n- are, are they human? No. No, but they're humanoid. They're humanoid. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm I'm I was I was listening to it and I was smacked over the head with this dude's an ant. No. Oh, and and the way they talk. No, I'm sorry. But I I'm, I'm sure you're right. Okay. I'm not saying you're wrong. But the way he talked was so ant like. He talked about, you know, like the circle of ogres. They take a long time to decide things, and everything is okay, very yeah, the, slow. The, the, there's, there's that similarity. There's that similarity. 
and I'm, I swear, I, I'm telling you, man, like, Jordan describes his features in a very plant-like way. Like, I didn't even think it was open for dispute. Like, I thought I was kind of being tongue-in-cheek by going, did I meet an ant? I thought it was obvious. That's, that's crazy. Huh. But there you go. Like, I'm, I'm sure I've just misinterpreted it. Okay, so, so actually that turns out to be not particularly spoilery, and I was thinking about an entirely different event. So what actually happened, Bill, was that you spoiled a bit later on in the book, and my bit wasn't spoilery. So in fact, what has happened is that you've ruined Eye of the World for everyone, for all the future younger generations. Only if you edit that badly. <laughs> or correctly, or ethically, some might say. <laughs> but anyway, that's my, that's my thing. Uh, I just want to bring up uh, with Eye of the World. And that's the only item of follow-up I have. Good stuff. Cool. All right. So shall we? Shall we get on to the main topic? Let's let's go. Okay. Do you, you know what we're going to talk about? Don't you? Vaguely. Vaguely. Do you want to just give your vague thing, and I will use that as a bouncing off sort of thing? Because this is a long and detailed conversation we're about to have. I need a starting point. Um, you have a new job. And you don't know if you're going to have the time to continue Artifaxian. Yes. That is essentially, dear listener, the nuts and bolts of this conversation. So I'm just going to go through this because I think people will be interested in hearing this, okay? Okay. So this all started around March of this year. Mm-hmm. So I was contacted by my old university. Uh, saying that they would like me to make videos for them, uh, music theory videos. And I've been doing that on a channel called M-Theory, links in the show notes, for the past while. And that's been going really well, and they were really happy with, with what I was doing. And then they were like, they they kept asking me things about YouTube and, you know, internet marketing and how it works and what my experiences are and all this. And to cut an awful long story short... It's ended up that they've given me they've given me a job to make videos for them. Awesome. And the idea being anyone who's a power user of YouTube will know will know what I'm what I'm about to say straight away. It's going to be this this whole video project for them is going to be like number file or computer file for classical music. Okay. So that's that's the that's the plan. Now the reason why I bring this up is because I've been doing out a filming schedule uh, over the past week or so for the next year, like planning all the things I intend to film over the next year. And it's a lot, right? It's a lot of stuff I need to film, like various, you know, various professors, various events, all these different things. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's certainly a lot more than the workload of Artifexian, the YouTube channel. And I don't see how I'm going to keep being able to do Artifexy in the YouTube channel and work for another person. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you just like the time just doesn't exist. The time just doesn't exist. And also, like, it's grand with the way we have things now with the podcast and the channel because they're just run by, like, me and you. And we are our own bosses. So if we don't deliver something on time, it's like, no one cares, really. Like, obviously, listeners might want to have an episode, but... They're not going to fire us if we have an episode late. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're working for someone, it's a totally different uh, ball game. So I can't just be like, oh, I'll just take a break off work uh, to do Artifexian and then not deliver video that's paying the bills. So that is 
that is, I just want to put a, I just want to like say this to the artifacts and community. There's a very very high probability that this could be the end of Artifactsian, at least in terms of the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. The podcast stands a better chance of existing because mainly because it's really easy to make podcast episodes compared to YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's there's like less components that go into it, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And also, I don't want to let you down, Bill, because you know you're my mate, and this is and this actually has I for me, anyways, it's actually kept our friendship going a little bit because otherwise, you know, when people drift after college, mm-hmm. you don't spend that much time talking to people. But like, part of the reason for doing this with you was to kind of be like, no, let's stay in touch on a regular basis. Well, I am pretty great, so you you are. <laughs> I can't blame you. You are you are pretty grateful. You are <laughs> the so I so yeah. I just need to bring that up to let people know what's going on. And if Artifexian suddenly stops happening, this is the reason why. The podcast thing, actually, uh, and say about this. The only thing I see going wrong with the podcast is scheduling hours because now mm-hmm. we're going to be working two completely different shifts. Do you know? You and I. Yeah, because like I'll yeah. I'll I'll be in regular hours and then you'll be in private teaching hours, you know, and they don't mesh. So if we can work out hours, I'm sure the podcast will be able to continue. Yeah. So are are you are you going to be like moving up to Dublin and like working a regular regular dude nine to five job? Uh, yes, I'm going to be moving up to Dublin and working as regular as one can when one is a video maker. <laughs> like, it's not, this is not the sort of job where, you know, it's like, you know, in at nine, out at five. But I am going to work as much as I can to get the stuff done I think needs to be done. And are you going to be wearing a tie? I'm not going to be wearing a tie. <laughs> it's not It's not a real job then. <laughs> Unless you have Bill- to wear a tie. It's not, it's, it's just, it's just... Freeloading. It's just yeah, that's exactly it. Well, I'm wearing so, a tie right now, Edgar. I do. You always wear a tie to our uh, our our podcast sessions. I take this very seriously. Uh, we are professional podcasters. <laughs> that's that's actually that's that's a lie. I'm not wearing a tie. I'm wearing a t-shirt that I found down the back of a couch that I lived in when I was 19. <laughs> do you know you know my Biffy Clyro t-shirt that I found down the back of the first flat I ever lived in? No. <laughs> yeah, I was cleaning. I was cleaning the house one day, and I'd lived there for a couple of months at this stage. And I was like, one of the the cushions on like the the cushions that make up the couch, not the extra cushions, um, kind of shifted to the side. And I found a t shirt on the back of it, and um, I took it home and washed it. And now I have it as a t shirt. Um, I don't even particularly like Biffy Clyro. It's just no, it's a, oh, no, 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 they're all right. I mean, but it is an article of clothing, so you know. It's, yeah, I mean, it, it is it is a garment that that shields me from the elements. <laughs> it is, it is. Oh boy. Okay, so that's that's cool, man. You're gonna be you're gonna be up in Dublin, so I will be able to see you more often from now, at least. I I think I may actually be able to see people in real life for once, which would be lovely. That's that's absurd. I <laughs> know, right? I'm gonna have to get used to what real people look like again. Uh, oh, and for the record, I don't know why I was being so secretive. Actually, there the the university I'm I'm going to be working for as of the first September is called the Royal Irish Academy of Music. Mm-hmm. I'll leave links in the show notes to their various bits and bobs if you want to 
stay up with Edgar and his internet video endeavors. Like, I, we know for a fact we have one music lover on the subreddit. And I'm sure there's many, many more who'd be interested in a Brady Haran style number f- music file set of videos. So I'll throw all that if you want to keep following me. Also, as a bit of tongue-in-cheek humor, if you, if you go check out the YouTube channels now... Uh, check them out now and see what they are now and then see what I do with them in September because there's going to be a big difference. There's been a major overhaul, which would be funny to see. One thing you haven't mentioned so far is the names of these channels, which seems like it might be a good idea. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, so the, the music... <laughs> the, the, Internet uh, marketing, this, <laughs> come on. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is the weirdest... This, I had this conversation with parents of students because I quit my job. You quit your teaching job? I quit my teaching job, yeah. So I had to text all of the parents uh, whose, stu- whose children I teach. And it was so hard to try and say these things in a coherent manner while giving all the details, but still expressing the right amount of like remorse for ditching everyone. So I feel like I'm doing the same thing here on the podcast. Like I feel remorse for ditching people. I'm still trying to get the right details and it's all coming out in a flustered mess. So I'm really sorry. But yeah, the channel... The channel I have been working on since March is called M Theory. Mm-hmm. Okay? And that's a old Artifexian style music theory channel. And the whole point is that it, it's going to go from really, really simple music theory to like what's a crotchet, what's a minimum, that sort of thing, all the way up through the various levels of music up to the high end sort of stuff like Harmony and Counterpoint. And that's the mission statement of that channel. Cool. So that that that's one. So that's the animated thing. And then the other one uh, is I am going to take over the official Royal Irish Academy of Music channel. Now, it has a name. It's called R-I-A-M Official. I can imagine I might want to mess with that. So I don't actually know its name. As of now, it's R-I-A-M Official and it'll all be in the show notes. And that's where all the Brady Haran style stuff is going to go. Musophexia. Musophexia. <laughs> Music file, just to really rip off Brady's uh, Brady's thing. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, like, I, I, I probably, I don't know what I'll call it, but R-I-A-M official is, is a bit of a mouthful and doesn't really mean anything in terms of the sort of content I'd like to put up. Uh, and also, I need to say this, I keep using the word I, uh, I should be using the word we, because I'm no longer just responsible for my own work. It's Now it's Edgar as part of a team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so yeah. So those those are my endeavors. Again, it's all in the show notes if you want to go check it out. I should. I, I suppose another thing I should say is when I say the end of Artifexian, I suppose we should take that as a comma that looks very much like a full stop. <laughs> <laughs> in this, in the sense that you know, maybe on Christmas holidays when I'm freer, or during summer when I'm freer, I might chuck up a video. But maybe just to give people a heads up that uh, as of 1st of September, maybe don't expect regular-ish videos. You you should put a, use a question mark instead. The end of Artifacts? You know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, 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 know, that's... Like they sometimes do at the, end, at the end of films when they want to hint that there might be a sequel. Yeah, no one's ever used a, uh, a comma full stop hybrid before. I, I, yeah. <laughs> that was silly of me. Sorry. Question mark would be the right thing to do. <laughs> so... M-, M theory. M theory. Um, did you deliberately name that after the physics thing, or? Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Uh, that's my little nod at the fact that I like science. And 
how does this affect your going off to study plans? Oh, that's a good question. It is it, it essentially demolishes them. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, in the sense that I in order to be able to make the sort of videos I want to make on the official YouTube channel, not M theory, the official one. I yeah. need to buy not professional gear, but like prosumer gear. Like okay. like high high end stuff without getting into like film. That's, that is a horrible word. Prosumer. Yes. Oh, uh, but no, it's it's utilities great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I understand the niche that it fills. It's just the an aesthetically ugly word. Yeah, yeah, it's not great, but it but it <laughs> Oh, you okay, Bill? Have you got your tea with you there, Bill? I don't have any tea with me. I just I had some toast about only I only finished about like twenty five minutes ago, and I think maybe there's a bit of a crumb stuck in the back of my throat. Oh, Bill, Bill, I have no. two cups of tea in front of me. Oh, give me one. <laughs> Chuck at the laptop. So e- email it to me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna have to buy prosumer level gear, and that has to come out of savings, and savings are college fund. So I'm I'm essentially taking away taking apart my college fund. In order for this to work. Uh, which is scary. Which is very scary. Because I mean like this sort of. This is not a job. Uh, being. Working. Hmm, how do I put this? Working in a creative field is not a job. Like regular jobs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And. You know in regular jobs. The sort of. The benchmark to success is very clear cut. Yeah. Whereas in a creative field it's not. So it's always a bit of an unstable line of work to get into so my fear is that i'm going to not deliver the goods for whatever reason the internet just doesn't like it or whatever and then it's like so well it's not it's not feasible to keep you on and then i have no college fund left either so it's it's kind of this time is a really exciting time because i really think I, i can make cool videos at the academy but also really scary and the trepidation is real it is real it's, it sounds exciting though. I'm mean, like I'm really curious to to see what you do with the the Brady Haran style stuff. What do you think I'll do actually as a matter of interest? I mean, I don't know his work especially well because you know I'm not I'm not a a big YouTube guy. Mm. But I, I don't know. I guess he goes around and he interviews people about different topics. So I suppose mm. that except the topics are musical topics. So yeah. you'll go and you'll talk to your handsome composer friends that live in Carlo about their work um, and talk to like conductors or yeah so talk to uh, well basically uh, my pitch was just uh, let me talk to anyone and everyone uh, the idea now this again this is my idea so it needs to be vetted by the academy and like you know Edgar has a lot of crazy ideas which are totally suitable for you know Edgar Incorporated the one man show that is mm-hmm and may not be suitable for the academy. So don't take this as a like a solid truth here, internet. This may change a lot. But the idea would be to nab uh, interviews with the various professors in the university. So, and try and get the full gamut of skills. So like pianists, singers, conductors, brass, wind, the whole, to get all them and talk to them about stuff that interests them at an extremely high level. So it's it, this is not kind of like... It's not M-theory where it's like, what is a crotchet? What is a semi-brief? It's kind of like, talk to me about hexachordal combinatorics. Like, 
very, very high-end stuff. The sort of stuff that should appeal to people who are of the age and skill level to be going into a music conservatory. Okay. You know, because there's a, there's, I think there's a deficit of that on the internet. There's no deficit in terms of let's learn how to read music and let's do learn how to do theory, but there's a deficit of real proper high-end, these are the best of the best talking about everything in their brain. So that would be part one of the, the mission plan. And part two would be to try and nab interviews wherever possible with visiting composers, uh, sorry, with visiting performers and composers. Mm-hmm. So nab international artists and again, just get them to speak about what's on their mind musically and everything aimed at a very high level. So that would be the plan. Whether or not that can, ha- that can happen is, is a totally different thing. Uh, again, it may not be suitable once once I hit the ground running, but we'll see. Cool. Yeah, I think I see. I think that sounds interesting. I think, and even I think outside of classical music, I think people like listening to people who are passionate and know a lot about a thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think even outside of classical music, I think people m- will take an interest in hearing. Yeah, some some professor really really like pour his heart out over i don't know some some element of music and um, so i think i think it could be on something but again the internet is a fickle beast just because it works for brady doesn't mean it'll work for me you know <laughs> so there you go yeah so do you have any any questions bill is anything do you feel like there's anything i'm leaving out for the listener here mm, no i don't think so i think you've been you've been pretty clear about everything so you reckon the podcast will will be will be doable still? Perhaps I don't want to say I want. We're putting the question mark on everything here, Bill. Yeah, because <laughs> I don't want to say for definite, and then it doesn't happen. But it certainly it takes less time, mm-hmm. and if you and I can find recording times that suit, mm-hmm. that would be that would be great. Also, there's an issue as well with recording. It just popped in my head that I am now not living in my own house anymore. So there's the concern about others I'm living with. Yeah, you know, so so there's there's a couple of bits and bobs I need to sort out on my end, but they are they're way easier to sort out than the actual videos. Have you got a place sorted in to live in Dublin? I I do. You do. <laughs> I do. Do you know Do you know where I'm living? Which is hilarious. I am living in uh, the captain's house with her dad. All right. <laughs> So the captain leaves to go to South Korea and then I move in with her dad. Uh, <laughs> this is this is purely because I I'm not interested in in doing the you know find a bedroom in a house, in a in a, a sharing house and the chances are at my price range it's going to be overrun with students partying like I'm not interested in that. I'm I'm just interested in a quiet place to stay. Yeah. Um that's relatively cheap and that there's going to be no hassle about. So so I proposed the idea to to uh, the captain's father, and he was like, "Yeah, that's great," and it's in a nice area as well, and so it it works out kind of cool. And then if the captain comes home, we might see about uh, getting a place together. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where I'm staying. It's a bit of an old trek in. It's like an hour to get in, uh, which is going to be make for some interesting mornings, especially if I'm lugging gear around. Uh, but. Like, but needs must, you know, again, because I don't have unlimited funds to just splash out and get, like, an apartment right dead in, uh, in the city centre. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so there you go. This is, is going to be, like, what, the shortest podcast in the history of podcasts. Uh, um, well, here's, here's one thing. Oh, boy. 
And cue 40 minutes later. Cue <laughs> 40 minutes. Many digressions. Yep. Um, I mean, I can help out with some of the sound editing for the podcast. No. Because, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sorry. I've got... Uh, I've uh, I got a you're a great person for letting me be in charge of all of that. I uh, the way I'm hardwired I would find it really difficult to give that over to another person. Okay. And to give to give them that power like I'm not, I'm not I'm not saying that you couldn't do it. It's just that I'd be like, "Oh, but what happens if you edit out that bit that I thought was really funny that I said and then the internet won't think I'm funny and they <laughs> so, <laughs> No, no, I just I need I need the control over that. So I, I realize that you're more than more than willing to help out and stuff. Um, maybe I can get you to do uploads. I'll give you the the access to the website and get you to do all the the metadata stuff. But, sure. Um, but I'm sure you can work some. It's more. It's it's less the actual like post work. It's more the finding time to sit down and talk for three hours. Mm-hmm. Unless we both decide to do it in the evening, but like. You know, if I'm say for example, I'm filming a musical event. Uh, they almost, as a rule, happen in the evening. Yeah. You know, so there's there's days because again I've been doing out the 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 filming schedule. There's days where it's potentially if I'm given the all clear on that, it's filming like all day. That's not to say that the camera is rolling all day, but it could be like there's an event midday, then an event in the afternoon, and then a, a concert late at night, and I should film all those things. Yeah. You know, so but we'll see, we'll see. Because uh, I again, I don't want to let the I don't want to let the, uh, the the podcast die. Not to say that I don't want to let the YouTube channel die, but I feel particularly responsible for the podcast because it involves another person. You know. Yeah, I understand. Because <laughs> you're great, Bill. <laughs> you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> um. So you're gonna have an office in the academy? Uh. D- no. Oh. <laughs> the it's um. There's not an awful lot of room. That's true. I'm not going to have my own office, but there will be a place for me to do stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, because otherwise it just it just wouldn't work. So yeah, and in, and in any case, I I hope to spend most of my time out and about filming. Yeah. Um, and and the editing and stuff can be done. I'm sure, I can even edit on the bus on the way home. Um, you know. So so yeah. Gonna need to learn to drive, man. Not not in the city, no. Not a chance. I people for lugging all your stuff around. Yeah, no, I know, <laughs> but it doesn't. It would like the. It would be far more cost effective not to drive. Hmm. Like when you factor in parking. Now I realize that there is a parking facility at the academy, but I believe that's going soon to put up more infrastructure. So you have to pay for parking, and then there's like road tax and insurance. And petrol costs, and it's kind of like... And the cost of a car. And the cost of a car. I always thought that it's like, city people don't really drive that much. Well, it's like if you're going to be going around to events and things, it seems like a useful thing to have. Oh, yeah. Like, the only the only time I can see a car being really useful is if there is an event not in Dublin. Mm. That would be really useful. Uh, but yeah, other than that, it involves a slight bit of hassle, I suppose, for like a really good economic payoff. I, I don't I I don't think I will ever learn how to drive. I don't think that that's not a thing I'm really interested in. I think cars are uh especially if you're trying to align yourself with a city life, I think cars are a bit of a an old school thing, a bit of a dinosaur. <laughs> or especially petrol cars, like there's the whole self driving car thing that will happen soon. 
Whereas you won't need to learn how, won't need to know how to drive to be in a car and operate the car. And, you know, I think the whole like, uh, petrol gear, gear shift car, petrol. Uh, I don't think that's, that's going to be a thing for much longer. Digression number one. <laughs> uh, so here's digression number two. Uh, here's digression number two. But it's only a short one. So I bought a bunch of cheap computer games recently online. Okay. Um, and I bought a bundle of Grand Theft Auto games. All right. And I haven't played Grand Theft Auto in, in ages. Um, but I, I downloaded and installed San Andreas. Right. Which is the one set in the early 90s. And, you know, I love my early 90s rap, you know, all that West Coast stuff. So, obviously, this is a game I want to play, having never played it before. And this is the first time I've really played a driving game since actually learning to drive. And I kept crashing because I tried to drive on the side of the road we drive on in Ireland, as opposed to the side of the road they drive on in America. <laughs> I was trying to drive on the left. And why are all these people driving at me? Uh, yeah, took me a little while to get used to. Now, hopefully, when I, if I go like for a drive later, I won't have completely overwritten my actual skill. Um, so if the Artifaction podcast also stops due to vehicular misadventure, there we go, that's why. What do you think is more likely, death or imprisonment? I'm not mutually exclusive. <laughs> You're going to be dead in prison, I like it. Well, they did used to, <coughs> like Cromwell got, um, got posthumously executed. Did he? Yeah, they, they, he like I think he died of natural causes, and then after the restoration, when the monarchy returned to England, he was dug up and tried and beheaded. I think. <laughs> oh, my, humans! What the what the hell? Like, yeah. <laughs> I love the way some people would get like real satisfaction out of that. Be like, you know, justice has been served. No justice has been served. Nothing has been served. Nothing has happened other than like valuable tax dollars have been taken up. <laughs> like, exhuming this guy. It's like, oh, God, humans, what is wrong with you? Well, Ugh. I don't think it took much by the way of public funds because, I mean, it was the late, no, well, the mid-1600s when you didn't actually have to pay people very highly for things. So it was like, gravedigger, dig that up. Then oh, yeah. yell at him for uh, a while and then executioner, chop his head off for some reason. I mean, Oh, I have, I have a digression. You have a digression. Digression number three. I was, I was thinking to myself, I was like, oh, this is going to be great. Well, like a 20, 25 minute podcast. I can get it edited super fast, like in a couple of hours. Great. Uh, Edgar, if you don't want to talk to me, you just have to say. Well, I'm trying, I'm kind of trying to hint that the podcast is over here, but you won't go. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I remember we talked about the, the two Irish lads who, who uh, were grave robbers. Oh yeah. Uh, Burke and hold on till I Google it. Burke and Hare. I think you're right. I think it's Burke and Hare. Burke yeah, and yeah. Hare. There you go. Uh, not, like, not hours after finishing that podcast, I sat down to watch a bit of telly and it was a, oh, it's one of those really Englishy programs where, like, Englishy people go around to Englishy towns and they talk about the Englishness of the towns. Flaggers? Uh, or Antiques no. Roadshow? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Just minus the Antiques. Oh, okay. I don't know. <laughs> so it's kind of like... In fairness, like, English TV is heavily antique-based. It is. It is. They, that's that's how their, their industry is run. <laughs> the, uh, I seen... Uh, all right, this is a meta digression. I seen a... I was watching Antiques Roadshow. Mm-hmm. It was Antiques, Ro- Antiques Roadshow. 
and someone brought bought great program. Someone brought in an item of jewelry and they valued it 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 at forty five thousand pounds. Wow. And it's really amazing. Like, cause, uh, for listeners, right, this is a show where uh, people go to a specified like historic location and bring their knickknacks with them. And there's various, various experts there. And they sit down with the expert and the expert has a look at it and they value their stuff. And I, I wasn't joking when I said great show. I actually really enjoy it. I think it's good. It's tolerable. It's a bit, it's a bit kind of like you can't binge watch it. You can't watch like... 10 seasons of the thing like once you've seen one episode you've seen most and i think the market for that program is the in passing watching like someone's passing telly and going oh bit of antiques roadshow i'll sit down yeah that's, that's probably fair and often yeah. they, they have like, or at least there was a while when they always have period dramas on afterwards so i'd like just turn up a little bit earlier and watch an antiques roadshow and then watch a period drama yeah, not a fan of period dramas, but anyway. Oh, man. But, but anyway, but anyway, but anyway. Uh, so they, the people come and they get their stuff valued by experts. And usually it's like the sort of pri- the sort of money that you're looking at is maybe between maybe like 500 would be a lot. 500 mm-hmm. pounds would be a lot for a particular item for a member of the public to bring. But this woman brought brought her um, bit, of, bit of jewelry and she knew it was valuable. Like you could see that she knew it wasn't worth a tenner. But mm-hmm. she had no idea what she had. And the guy, the expert, sold it really well. He, like, kept ramping up the suspicion that it was going to be great. Like, he started off and he's like, this is a nice item of jewellery. And then he's like, with diamonds and pearls and this particular mark. And look, there's this thing here. And he keeps building it up. And you're like, this is going places. Oh, yeah, there he was like, if, if this was... I think it was if he said if this was something if this had a different condition to it I'd offer you like twenty thousand pounds and everyone's like oh god and then he was like but for this item I would offer you or I would I would estimate it at forty five thousand pounds and like she nearly had a heart attack it was hilarious <laughs> and I've never seen that before such money crazy money crazy money but there you go there you go. That was that was a meta digression. What was the digression outside of this 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 digression? I don't know. Oh yeah, Burke and Hare. Was it Burke and Hare? Burke and Hare. Yes, you sat down and you watched you watched the TV show and you were going to lead into something about uh, Burke and Hare. All right, so it was an Englishy TV show about Englishy towns. Englishy people go to Englishy towns and t- discuss the Englishness of those pricker towns. And mm-hmm. they went to funnily enough they went to Edinburgh, which is uh not as Englishly as you, you'd think, but yeah, they went up there and uh, as I passed, they literally mentioned Birkenhair and had a big old talk about what Birkenhair was. And I was like, I know all this because I talked to Bill. So it was very funny. It was just purely, purely coincidence or the universe was telling me something because, you know, the universe regular, regularly speaks to people. It does, yeah. The law of attraction. The law of attraction? Oh, it's it's one of these new age things. You know, like the secret... Like, you know, if you put something out in the world, you'll get back what you deserve, kind of. You know, one of those bullshit things. Yes, no, I do. The, the, I'm, I'm very, I'm very anti that universe talk. It's, like, I get that it's, you know, wait, that, 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 what you just said there, like, it's well-meaning. Like, it's nice. Like, it's a nice sentiment. You know, if you do good, good will happen to you. And it's like, it's almost as if, like, you should, the sort of, when someone says that to you, the implicit assumption is that you should buy into it because of its positiveness or it's uh, because of its positivity. 
Yeah. And it's kind of like, well, I don't care how positive it is. It's like factually incorrect. <laughs> so just leave me alone, like. And it's <laughs> and it's like doesn't matter how good it feels. It's false. Yeah, it's false exactly. And it's almost like people feel affronted if you like, like not even say what they're saying is wrong because it's kind of rude to just like shoot someone down like that if you don't really know them. But they almost feel affronted that you're not partaking in the universe talk. And it's like, well, like I, I'm like I'm allowed to partake in whatever I want to partake. You know, oh, it's, it drives me nuts. And then the coconut oil is like, oh. Oh. What? <laughs> no, it's just it's standard, standard hippie stuff. You know, universe, chakras, auras, coconut oil. Because coconut Cultural oil fixes... appropriation. Oh, that's a, that's a deep one. That's a cutting one. That's. <laughs> do you know? Do you ever see the guy uh, J.P. Sears? I don't know. J.P. Sears. I think it's J.P. Sears. He has a YouTube channel. <laughs> Where he's he's like his shtick is he takes he he satirizes the new age lifestyle this sounds like i would love it and it is it is absolutely glorious like and he looks he looks the part like he has like long straight ginger hair like axel rose and he wears his headband and he has this like soft like soothing voice that like oh i think i've <laughs> seen something with him yeah and it's like and he, he you know his like his dulcet tones ebb and flow as he talks to you about the benefits of coconut oil and it's, it's just the best and then interlaced while he's like banging on about like the benefits of po- coconut oil there's really smart little digs put in there where if you're a little bit if you're not prone to rational thinking, you might be, you mightn't pick it up on it. And it's just very good. It's very, very, very good. And at the same time, he also does super serious, like, help videos as well. Okay. So whenever he loses the bandana, he becomes, like, the sort of, like, I'm I'm giving you actual serious advice about how to deal with serious things. And it makes this whole J.P. Sears universe really strange. And he has built up a really interesting character. It's, I love it. I think it's great. Hmm. I, okay, I will say, though, that coconut oil is, A, very tasty. Okay. <laughs> and, B, not good for your hair. Yeah, he 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 uh, he mocks that, that it's good for your hair. But it's also, what he does is, the way he sets it up is, he starts off with, like, I think he starts off with, like, it's good for food, and it's good for hair, and then it just, like, degrades into ever more fantastical uses of coconut oil that that sounds good i might check that out i'll put it in the show notes for people anyhow uh yeah another huge massive digression so let's okay let's will we leave it at that so <laughs> we'll just end it there that would be so bad uh so i want to i want to uh just take a second now that sounds really corny oh god i just want to say to people to everyone listening and everyone who has watched uh, the videos and listen to the podcast that like I genuinely mean this when I say that you guys have made the past two years two and a half years really super interesting like this is not a thing I thought I would ever do and it's not a thing that I thought would ever gain any sort of traction to the point where we actually have like something that can be called an audience so I just want to thank everyone for their support and their their listenership and for engaging with with artifacts artifactsian if I can keep things going, I will keep things going. Like we said, the podcast has the highest chance of living on. Uh, the videos 
may not be dead, just may need to be cryogenically frozen until such time as I'm not working. And if you're interested in further Edgar activity on the internet, particularly if you're interested in music activity, I'll, the links are in the show notes to all of these places where I'll be working at as of the 1st of September. And if you want, go subscribe and go check that out and we can continue the community uh, there. I hope that comes across as genuine because it's really, this is the thing, Bill. It's really hard. Like, I, I do genuinely, like, I am genuinely so appreciative and I find it really hard to be able to communicate that effectively via the form of audio. You know? Well, it sounded genuine to me. Okay. All right. Because, I, again, sitting here sweating buckets going like, oh, I'm not sure if I'm saying the right thing. Um. So, so yeah, will we, will we call it there? Uh, yeah, let's call it there. Um, and thank you for involving me as well and asking me to be to be part of it and inviting me to, to do the podcast with you two years ago. And ah, Bill, sure there, was, there was no one else who did world building, died you. So, oh, okay. So I was the only I was the only option. I was the default. Thanks, Edgar. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know it's been it's been class. Uh, another thing, uh, again, at the risk of being soppy, and again, this is maybe this is all preemptive because maybe there will be an episode sixteen. Who knows? Or I'm sorry, not sixteen. Dole six. We're in base twelve, Edgar. God damn. <laughs> you you've been uh, and again, I mean this genuinely. You've been really good to work with. We had one minor falling out one time, but in the entire like year and a half period, there's been like no hassle in terms. Because anyway, when we're working with people, you can have like conflicts of interest and people can butt heads. But it's like it's genuinely been a thing where it's like, Bill, I need to make these changes, and you're like, okay. And it's like, Bill, we, <laughs> Bill, we can't record now. We need to go later, and you're like, that's fine. And everything was like, I, this is by far the easiest like professional and I use that word loosely because we're not getting paid or anything but the easiest professional relationship I've had doing and making a thing so thank you props but yeah so uh, it's been a good one alright it's been great cool and hopefully we're back for episode dose 6 hopefully well you know there's still a bit of time left in the summer so we might fit something in oh that's true we can always cram in another one we can cram in another non-world building related world building podcast <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, so, will we say Rao? Rao. <laughs> I still can't do it properly. We, we should probably just stick with Edgar out then. Edgar out! Edgar out. I don't know if I would like it. Really? Yeah, That's just... not the impression I got from the last conversation we had. <laughs> no, no. I think before it wasn't saying that I would like it. It was just that I, I, I was angry that the, the choice had been stolen from me. Uh, no, sorry. I take that back. That was your exact sentiments the last time. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it just hit me when you said it there. <laughs> Bill, occasionally consistent. <laughs>